It's time for our practitioner reading. Patricia. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Power of Decision by Raymond Charles Barker. And, um, you know, as I was sitting here, I was thinking, like, today is a big decision day because it's Groundhog Day. So the groundhog has, has to make a decision. And that decision is big. So I just thought I'd just throw that out there because decisions are very powerful. Okay, I'm reading from page 200 in this book. Your subconscious mind is the divine instrument. Its dexterity and precision will never be fully known. It is the greatest gift that you have. It is beyond price. It is what you are as a creative individual. It accepts the impress of your thought and acts upon it. It knows neither good nor evil, yet its processes can create both. Wise men have said that all creation is the result of the law and of the word. The subconscious is the law. What you place in it is the word. This is the play of life upon itself. You know, the idea of Valentine's Day in February is all about the self. It's all about the love of self, okay? Because that's the perfect idea, okay? Look at all you beautiful people. What did it feel to say, I like me to love? What did I say? I like... I'm sorry, what did I say? <laughs> you said it. I like to love myself. How did that feel? All the time, right? So one of the most beautiful things about being a minister here and coming here and is that is there's a lot of preempt stuff that happens, you know? I come here and it's smiling voices and they're doing some work and the volunteers are all working industriously, making sure that everything's happening. People are sweeping, people are folding things, people are really, and I want to just say thank you so much for all the, the volunteers who work here. The music was tuning up, they had tuned me up. Other people come running and they tape me up, you know? So it's like, you know, it's a perfect situation. So I just want to thank all of our volunteers here. Let's, let's have that. But the, also, the beautiful thing about coming here early is you get to, you know, meditate. You get to go into the circle where they do a nice circle. It's, a, it's an early morning treatment. They call it the 1020, I think, the 1020 treatment. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful way. So if you ever get a chance to come here early and take advantage of all the things that are happening as soon as you walk in the door early, it's really nice. Then you get meditation today, you know, and, and, and then that's like 15 minutes of beautiful, just calm. <sighs> meditation. And then you get, I walked into a, a, another ring of people treating in, in, in the prayer room there, and they said, this is for you. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm just loved up, I tell you. So, you know, this morning, but it doesn't always happen that way, right? Sometimes we say, well, we have to have self-love, and we have to really be in tune with love and everything like that. And I woke up this morning, I looked in the mirror, I said, I love you. And the mirror said, no, you don't. <laughs> and I had to think about that for a second. I said, no, I really do. And sometimes the mirror is like, you know, it's a good place to look inside and say, 
Stephen, that's my name, what's up? And a lot of times the members say, oh, you're wonderful, whatever. Or he'll say, listen, what's going on right now with you know, your life? What's, what's happening? And, and it's a good place to stop and look. So you go, hey, what's up? And you look in the mirror. And this morning I was, I was thinking, okay, I'm going to do this day with, I try to do these days with no judgment, right? You ever have those days? I'm going to start off with no judgment. One of the biggest things I like to do loving myself is to always say something really good. So I say, I love you. I wake up. I, I just, I don't jump out of bed. I look for the light inside of me. I start breathing. I thank God for my breath. I thank God for my, you know, my dreams that I had. And I just sit there in this moment of peace and I just try to gain some, you know, composure. And then I walk into the bathroom and I say, oh, I love you. And sometimes it doesn't always come back. So today I was looking in there and I was thinking, non-judgmental. No judgment for me today. That's my practice for today. So I go downstairs and my wife goes, oh, Emily's not feeling too well. I'm like, oh, really? And I'm thinking, it's Sunday, church day. Of course she's not feeling too well, right? (laughs) And I started saying, well, Emily, didn't you get sick last Sunday or something like this? And I stopped myself. That's all that came out. And, and, you know, you don't get in, in between mama bear and baby bear. You just don't. I'm learning. So, you know, she goes, oh, no, she's really sick. And so I stopped. I said, oh, Emily, what can I do for you? Can I, can I do a treatment, you know, spiritual mind treatment, a prayer? Can I get you anything on my way out today? Are you going to, you know, I know she's going to be okay. She's in good hands. But I just wanted to change that vibration real fast. Change. Right, real fast. So I stopped myself. I took a nice deep breath. I said, I am loving me today. I am loving me today. They didn't hear me. And I looked at it and I said, what can I do? What can I do for you today? And that changed the whole, what could have been a really messy early morning situation, right? Because instead of going into my head of like, Okay, why don't you want to go to church and, you know, or to the center? And I just remembered when I was a kid, I was a kid, and I'm trying to remember when I was a kid all the time. I keep trying to remember so that when she does things that are uncomfortable for me, I can realize, well, I did them. You know, I, did, I was like, oh, God, I can't get out of bed. You know, I was like, you know, the real drama guy because I, because I had two parents that say, "No, you're going," and I had to really pull it off. I had to get downright serious and say, "Okay, what's?" You know, I had to look sick. I had to put water on my face. You know, so look, oh my God, I'm sweating. You know, anybody do that? And you've done it, <laughs> and your mom's right on the side of you, huh? That's brave. So, so the big thing is. You know, the, the idea, though, is loving yourself. So it's like, you know, it's really important to just stop yourself when you're ready to jump into somebody else's. Like somebody else told me a story today, and I've heard the story a couple times, but I didn't say anything. I just let that story go by again. I said, like, well, that's cool, you know? And, you know, the story was a little bit more exciting than it was last time, which was really good, because, but I could have interrupted it and said, um, I've heard that story a couple times, and I didn't. I didn't. So it's really standing God on your truth. It's like saying, okay, how can I do better loving me? Because when you love you, when you love you, 
you get all this love back. You ever notice that? When you walk into to your work or your situation, you go, I'm loving or, or thinking good things. People come, hey, how you doing today? Hey, what's going on? You know, who, who are you betting on for the Super Bowl? You know, that kind of thing. But if you walk in, like you've held all that road rage, and you walk, who's my coffee? You know, people are like, oh, here. You know, responding to that road rage that you brought into the room. Responding to that rage or whatever you have going on. And it's always you. It's not about them. It's not about the person that cut you off and almost you know, made you collide into an ice cream truck in the middle of winter. It's not about them. It's always you because it's the opportunity to look inside. And that's the part we, you know, we'd say, oh, come on. It's kind of so much. I'm hearing that stuff. I'm tired of it. But when you look inside and you get that little moment, you say, okay, what is this? This is a moment of feeling disconnected separation. This is the moment when we look at ourselves and say, wait, let me breathe here. Let me understand what's going on. Let me feel my connectedness with spirit. Let me say something nice about myself. I'm so glad I didn't run that person off the road. I'm so glad that I, was, I had control of my vehicle. Thank you. And then you walk in and say, hey, how you doing today? And people respond in a different way. It's like, hey, I'm, I'm good. Thanks for asking. Thank you for asking. You pick people out and say, hey, how are you? And you really ask them. You know, it's easy to go, hey, how you doing? But it's different when you walk up to somebody and say, hi, how are you today? And you look them right in the eyes and say, hi, how are you today? I'm fine, thanks for asking. I'm fine, thanks for asking. I'm fine, thank you very much. Thanks for playing. You know what I mean? So the whole dichotomy changed. The person you were a minute ago is not the same person you can be right now. And that's the beauty, you know? We can change like this. You know, so all of a sudden you start doing things a little bit differently. Little Deverco. Deverco? Deverco. Deverco? Deverco. Yeah. <laughs> What I'm doing is trying to find God moments, okay? God moments are very powerful in my life. And it's basically stopping and saying, hi, how are you? It's basically looking into the eyes of that person when you're saying it. It's basically looking at my little dog and patting him enough that he finally looks up and says, thank you for patting me and loving me and caring for me and feeding me and doing those things. Two birds were... You know, a little while ago there was snow, all that snow, and these juncos have come to my, I, I mentioned this the other day, but these juncos have come to my spot and they're eating all my bird seed and they're really making a terrible mess, but I love it anyway. But they, when they, when they, in the snow, and they've come all the way from Canada, this is like their summertime, you know, whatever. They've actually migrated to New Jersey. In, only in the winter, though. And... It's this little black and white bird, but when it's snowing and it's pretty high, they actually bury themselves so you can't see their heads. And then when the other bird comes around, they pop their head out, and it's like, it's a big game with them. They just like, ah, I fooled you again, yeah. You know, it's really, but it's special, okay, because it's a God moment. And when we look inside and we say, oh, let me have some God moments today, you're gonna find them. I see them when I look up here, man, I see all these beautiful smiles and love and, 
people holding hands and just, ha, ah, essence. So what I did, what I've created in my class is for everybody to have one of these. It doesn't have to be blue either. It can be green. <laughs> but it has to fit in your pocket. Okay, so no matter where you go, you take this with you. And then you open it up when you see something, a God moment. When you see a moment when you're sharing with somebody and you look in their eyes and they, they're responding. Or you see somebody and whatever it is. Okay, so I wrote down my little Junko thing. But today, DeVerco comes in and he's like, you know, this big. He's probably, what, four, five? Almost three. Almost three. <laughs> You know, I couldn't tell because he's looking at the clock and saying, it's uh, 10, uh, 9, 10.35. And she goes, yeah, that's right. So she wants to put some lip balm on him. She puts him up on a chair, ties his shoes like a good mommy does. And she takes out the lip balm and she starts putting, hey, I'm big enough now, I can do this. And he puts lip balm on his, and then he puts lip balm on her. And it was a beautiful moment. It was one second of time in my life that I got to witness God in action. Right? Is that powerful? Yeah. Can you envision that? Little kid up there like smiling. Can I put that on? It's 10.35. <laughs> time for lip balm. <laughs> right? That's a God moment though. It's a God moment. When I first walked in, this gentleman walked in she smiled, she smiled, and everybody gave you a hug. That was beautiful. That was, I saw that from over there. I'm like, ah, that's what it's about. I saw Lucy, and I'm sorry, Simon, when I went like this, they both looked at each other like, do we want to get up? And they both looked at each other, and they got up, and they laughed. They smiled. That's a God moment. It's an aha, aha. So when you meet people, spend that moment with them. Because you never know, that might be the moment they need to heal whatever's going on in their life at that moment. So if you say, hi, how are you today? How are you today? It's a hello, how are you, I love you moment. And that's what God is, it's all about that. So, you know, I love doing this because obviously I get to play. This is a playground for me. This is like starting on Sunday and playing. And I walked in and everybody's on stage and I told them my joke, my groundhog joke, and they laughed <laughs> because they're supposed to, right? <laughs> but. It was funny because I actually planned this for Groundhog Day and Super Bowl Sunday. So what do you think? Does it work? It works. It does, right? It looks like the NFL uniform. Yeah, it looks like the NFL uniform. That's what I wanted. Hi. <laughs> so, so the thing is, today is one of those Super Bowl days, right? Now make it be a Super God Day because you're probably going to go to some games. You're going to go hang around with some people who don't have this. You know, sometimes I look at this place and I go, wow, this is like this cosmic experiment going wild and good at the same time. I mean, where else do you walk in and people are like hugging you and embracing you and saying, hey, 
how are you? And really saying, hey, how are you? So I, when I look at this place, I go, how do all these people find this place? And it's like, if you look around it from every single place of the planet, you know, look around you. Take a look at everybody behind you. You could probably say this to every single, I mean, I think there's one person from every part of the planet here, you know? And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. So, um, how are you today? Good? Okay, good to see you. So, the idea is, you know, I, had, I wrote down, you know, when you want to do these things, it's like you write down notes, you come up with ideas. I even presented one idea I had. So, let me see if I can find one, pull one out of the hat here. Um, only because, you know, when I'm up here, I ask spirit, you know, let me be the vessel. You hang out with me for a while, and we'll do things together. And, you know, one of the biggest things that is in my life is that, you know, we're all spiritual beings, right? I'm just having a good time. <laughs> and I love seeing her laugh, because she laughs with such gusto. So we're all spiritual beings, right? So we're having a, a spiritual experience. I get 10 more minutes left? Holy mackerel, I wasn't planning. You got you sure? <laughs> I mean, my musicians are, oh yeah, they're gone. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm playing with you. I'm playing. And I love to play. Can you tell? Yeah. So, one of the greatest things, I'm teaching a class, and this is what it's like in class. It's, it's funny. It's like we try to entertain each other. We try to do powerful things. We did mind mapping the other day, which is, I think is pretty powerful because all of a sudden you, you're saying, what does my next six months look like or my next year look like, and what am I trying to create in my life? And mind mapping is powerful. I'm going to give a class, a workshop on it one of these days, and I think it'll be very, um, very productive. Anyway, so I don't know why these people, what their, what their tea they had this morning, but they love. And so the soul needs pleasure, right? The soul is, you know, the soul is, one of the biggest things about the soul is it's always searching for joy. It's always looking for the absolute perfect idea of itself and how it can be part of an adventure or joy or peace or love. And we stagnate the soul. We stagnate the soul with all this. We have so much stuff going on in our lives that we forget. We forget that we're here for a purpose, and the purpose is to know joy. Does anybody have that in their life where they're knowing joy completely? Yeah, working on it, yeah. Yeah, me too. I mean, sometimes... It, you know, yesterday I was talking to this gentleman. Sometimes on weekends I do these estate sales, and this guy came in, and he's, you know, we had all this jewelry out, and he picks up a rosary, and he's, like, trying to use it as a, you know, one of those divining rod things like feng shui people do. And, and he's looking at me, and he goes, and I say, oh, it's a, like a divining rod, you know, like feng shui. And he goes, oh, stop. You can't say that about the rosary. And I'm thinking, I can say anything I want about the rosary. <laughs> I don't live in the same consciousness you do. And he starts talking about his religion and Catholicism and stuff. And I was brought up a Catholicist. I was brought up in the Catholicism religion. I was a Catholic for many, many years. I'm still a Catholic. 
Okay, so I can say things. I know what, the, what it's all about. And he starts talking about his grandmother, how it was like she was a shaman, but she gave these, you know, all these things. And when he was leaving, I said, he goes, oh, I can see the sparkle in your eyes, and you've got this wonderful essence. And I said, yeah, it's the God in me. And he goes, oh, it's blasphemy. I said, no, it's not. It's truth. It's the God in me. He goes, oh, you can't say that. There's only God. It's out there. I said, no, it's not. It's in here. And if you stick around a little longer, you're going to see it in action. <laughs> so if you really believe what you want to say, maybe you should leave now. <laughs> because the God in me is going to speak to you. It's going to speak to you in the truth of what it is. It's not going to speak to you in Catholicism and say, yeah, these rosary beads are what they need to be. And maybe they need to be a rosary bead for you, and that's perfect. Because that's what you have. But for me, it's not. I like to hang them on my mirror or something, you know. <laughs> Use them as decorations. But I didn't always have those for decorations. There was a time when I felt they were, you know, the most special thing in the world. And then I lost a pair, and I heard it from my parents, and they said, don't worry, they're only beads. And I said, you're right, don't worry, they're only beads. And I felt okay. So the biggest thing, what I'm trying to say is, <laughs> it's all okay. Everything in life is, is, is good, and, and when you think joy and love and peace, and you come around to a day and you say, you know what, today I'm gonna be different than I was yesterday. Then you've changed the world as it is. See, I knew I didn't have 10 minutes. <laughs> Alfred's over there messing me up. Alfred J. Johnson, throw him up a 10! He thinks he's at the sidelines, 10 sideline playing football over there. So basically what I'm trying to tell you is love you. Love you. So I want you to do something very special for me. And this might, you know, you can do it or you don't have to. But I want you to hold you. I want you to really hold yourself. And give yourself permission to love you. And tell yourself, I love me. I Love me. Yeah. I love me too. And when you see people today and they're in the throes of having their wonderful moments, find the God in them. Find the God moment. Find the God moment in your life. And if you keep looking for it and you're saying things like, I love me, going to hear a little voice that says, I love you too. Thank you. Have a great blessed day.